Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mark, my friend, what's going on? How are you? Great to see you once again. Were you born wearing that shirt, Chris? Were you? Like, I, I, I do. I do tend to wear this. I do tend to wear this a lot when I when I speak to you. I don't know why. It's like just natural. You were wearing that shirt coming out of the womb, my brother. 
I don't know. I, I, it's kind of a kind of a funny happen happenstance, if you. Will. I, I don't know. I guess I was. Maybe I was. Either way, Mark, how you doing, my man? You're just coming fresh off of ACC media yeah. days in Charlotte, North Carolina, which I'm sure that's a great way to get people to tune into our show. Let's kick off the show talking some Clemson football. Either way, how was ACC media days, my friends? Congrat congratulations on going out there. The great content. I was able to follow that on social media. But how was it? And can you can you give us some insight? The mood of the uh, the arch rival because Mark, you know as well as I do, people won't admit it, but who do people care the most about? Their favorite team and their rival. They want to know what's going on. Like, right? Let, let's let's not get it twisted. So, what was the mood? What was the vibe from Dabo Sweeney, K. Klubnik, and uh, the Clemson Tigers yesterday? Well, I'll tell you what, Chris, you're exactly right, and I think that is something that you just said that is completely unique to this area. Okay, so uh, being a Florida Gator and being from Florida. Um, Florida fans don't really watch Florida State's games. Now, if they're losing to Jacksonville State when Jacksonville State is an FCS school and there's two minutes left in the game, we'll flip it on and your buddies will be texting you, yeah, and so on and so forth. But let me tell you something, man. I ne I've never seen that anywhere else like I've seen that here. And it's both sides of the rivalry. Mm -hmm. Y'all are obsessed with each other and y'all are exactly like one another. I know you probably don't want to hear that, but you guys are one another just wearing different colors. Chris, the, my first year here, I'm hosting the Clemson uh, Network postgame show. And I'm walking into the stadium, and everyone's got their generators hooked up to their tents with TVs and the Gamecock game on. And I'm like, like your game is about to start. What are you doing out here watching South Carolina lose? Your game is about to start. Then, Chris, I will see footage inside cockabooses and everything in the cockaboose is guarded in black except one thing what is that why is there orange on the tv you allowed yourself to be filmed with clemson on the tv really that is blasphemy to me chris can you explain to me what it is i mean to me it's a tip of the cap to your rival that you care enough to watch them I mean, I, I, Mark, everything you're saying is true. I mean, I, I haven't spent a ton of time, obviously, at Clemson tailgates, but I, I do agree with you, and you might be surprised to hear this coming from me, but, I mean, I think one of the reasons that Gamecocks and Tigers hate each other so much is they're identical. They're, they're exactly alike. The two fan bases, I mean, and, and you know what? And I'll say, I'll go a step further, Mark. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I realized when, you know, I went on the road last year and went to a baseball series when the Gamecocks were playing Tennessee and, like, you know, you meet enough SEC folk and SEC fans, and you just come to realize, like, we're all the same. Like, we really are. Like, I, there are some different things based off the area you're in. But, like, when you really boil it down when it comes to the passion, the pageantry, the, the love for your school, the hatred for your rival, we're all the same. You know, like, we really are. So, like, I think that is one of the reasons why – Gamecock fans and Clemson fans hate each other so much is because it's literally like your brother. Like you're, you're living with your brother and there, there's so many, you know, uh, uh, houses divided and all that. But like, you're very right because I, I, I'm guilty of it as well, man. You'll be at the tailgate. And if South Carolina's got that seven o'clock game, let's say Clemson's got the three 30, bro, that Clemson game is on. I mean, it's on you. Who are your two favorite teams, South Carolina and whoever's playing Clemson. And I'll tell you this, Mark, there's some people out there. Now, I'm not wired this way, although I guess the shirt wouldn't support my case. But there's some out there, Mark, on both sides, by the way, and this may go to every fan. I can speak to Carolina and Clemson. There's some people out there, I'm convinced, they hate their rival more than they like their own team. 
I I swear to you, based <laughs> off their actions, the way they talk, and I if that's how you want to operate, that's fine. But but here's know. what I would say to you, Chris. Here's what I would say to you. In terms of your viewership, right, uh, people consuming your content, do you care whether they like you or hate you? Do I care whether my viewership likes me or hates me? Correct. That's not, yeah, that's that's not something I keep top of mind when I, you know, okay. make content. Same either. No. Same either. Right, One of my favorite right. movies of all right. time, if you guys haven't seen it, watch it. Just don't watch it with kids. It's mm -hmm. called Private Parts with Howard Stern. Uh, Chris, the Howard Stern haters watch for longer, watch his show, listen to his show for longer than the people who liked him. So realize, Gamecock fans, that you are tipping your cap in the most respectful way when you guys watch Clemson games. <laughs> realize that, yeah. you know, because Clemson doesn't give a damn whether you like them or not. Clemson only cares that you watch them. I don't give a damn if you like me or not. I just care that you watch or listen. Yeah. Chris Phillips is exactly the same. So realize yeah. You are giving Clemson the biggest homage, the biggest bow of respect when you are watching their games now, Chris. What a roundabout way to get to your question. Um, uh, Clemson is filled with confidence. I uh, had a sit-down with Dabo Sweeney yesterday, had a sit-down with Cade Klubnik yesterday, absolutely beaming with confidence, and rightfully so. Uh, they've even given Dabo, Chris, the uh, the ridiculous um, – the ridiculous – blackjack hand of telling him that florida state is the conference favorite dude florida state where is this where is this florida state bs coming from you know chris if florida state played south carolina tomorrow i'm picking the gamecocks seriously seriously the most recent thing i saw was south carolina went on the road at the best team in the acc you think they can't beat florida state right south carolina went to clemson last year and won Clemson went to Florida State. Florida State was never in the game. You know, like, they've got a playmaking quarterback. They've got a playmaking wide receiver. All right? They have inflated defensive numbers because they play in the All-Cupcakes Conference. When they played Florida's awful offense, Chris, they gave up 460 yards. I guess the Gamecocks know something about that awful Florida offense, too, don't they? Um, but the reality is, Chris, you know, they're beaming with confidence. I will tell you this, though, my friend. I did pick up a little bit of an awkward vibe at the ACC kickoff, a, a, a relative unease, because I think everyone had a bit of nostalgia wondering, is this one of the last ACC kickoffs we're ever going to go to in this iteration? And it was kind of like the, what is it, the white elephant or the pink elephant, whatever mm -hmm. color elephant. It was like the elephant in the room. And you know me, Chris, I go right there. OK, like I'm, I'm talking. No one else was talking about that on our show. As loud as my voice is, I was talking about that. I was getting dirty looks. I didn't care. Um, but there was this really kind of weird vibe like, man, what's going to happen to this league? Because either the ACC or the Pac-12 is going to cease to exist or be kicked to the back page. Right. I mean, that's going to happen to one of those two leagues now. Mark, would you call Florida State the most overrated team in college football heading into 2023? Unquestionably. And, Chris, I say that even if they finish 10-2, and two, okay? It's not a matter of hate, Chris. It's a matter of schedule. It's a matter of looking at their schedule, you know? And it's a matter of realizing they're 38% on the blue-chip ratio, which isn't bad, but they're being hyped as a national championship contender, and they're just not that. Their line play 
has been poor. All right. Chris, again, my favorite Florida State stat. They were five and three in the All Cupcakes Conference last year. I mean, like, what, what, right. seriously, Chris, at what point does that sound like national championship contender to you? Five and three in the ACC. Would the Gamecocks have had a better record in that league? You bet your ass they would have. So, Mark, let me ask you this, because, again, you were there yesterday. Klubnik was there, Dabo Sweeney. Before, we're going to get off of Clemson, I promise, Gamecock folks, in a second. But I catch a lot of hell for, I feel like just being honest and saying that I, I think Garrett Riley would have been a great hire. I think that, uh, you know, whatever. You, my, my Garrett Good Riley takes. I mean, I'm just very oh honest about the fact out, that I, out, that I out, wanted out, Garrett out, Riley. Time Go out, ahead. time out, Chris. Time out. I, was the, I counted, Chris, yesterday six times. Word was circulating in the little foyer that we were in, in like the hotel ballroom area, that I was the quote-unquote JB radio guy. Okay? Remember that? Okay? From uh, Shane Beamer himself. How could I forget? I was the uh, JB, JB radio guy. And six different people came up to me, unsolicited. I've never met these people before in the media. Um, and asked me if, I, if that was me. And I said, yeah. Uh, all of the commentary was positive, Chris. Um, a lot of people wondered why Beamer bothered to go down that road. You know, uh, I won't mention any names, but um, I made some uh, new friends in Columbia Media, and uh, the 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 word was was positive. It's just like, can you imagine, Chris, being at a place like that? Like you were at SEC Media Days, and then people start coming up to you and saying, I, people were telling me that JV Radio Guy was here. I had to meet JV Radio Guy. Are you JV Radio guy? Six times yesterday, Chris. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and that leads me to, and that what a wild saga that was, Mark. But it leads me to, I mean, I, I'd love to hear, I, we don't really spend time talking about it, but do you think the Garrett Riley experience is going to work out at Clemson? I do. And last week, Chris, we had a chance to speak to him at Clemson's media <laughs> gathering. Um, the guy, Chris, has it. Right. The guy has it. And just to backtrack one step on that and then we'll move on. Chris, everybody wanted Garrett Riley. Everybody wanted Garrett Riley. If anybody's coach that had an open offensive coordinator position didn't want or reach out to Garrett Riley, in my opinion, they weren't doing a good job in their search. OK, uh, he was the number one candidate out there. And I think Clemson is going to average in the high 30s in terms of points per game this year, Chris. I think he's a fantastic hire. We've done like an over or under two years he'll be at Clemson, right? Is it going to be over that number or under that number? What do you, you know, what do you think? But I, I really think, I know you want me to say, well, Mark, I, well, Chris, I don't think he's the guy, but I do think he's the guy. And I think he's going to utilize the weapons that Clemson has far better than they have been the last few years. Mark, let's transition to SEC Media Days and the Gamecocks, obviously. What stood out to you from what Shane Beamer had to say? I mean, I think, obviously, he was his normal, charismatic self, very energetic, did a great job selling the program. But did anything specifically jump out from what you heard from Shane Beamer in Nashville? Yeah, you know what, man? I really like the story of, uh, of Shane Beamer and how he um, <clears throat> watched the SEC Media Days as a kid, and then he was getting to live that. I thought that was something, Chris, that was relatable to so much of our audience and relatable to you and I, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Chris, I'm sure you had pinch me moments when you were at SEC Media Days. Mm -hmm. I've seen you appearing on other podcasts now 
that probably came as a result of appearing at SEC Media Days, right? And so, like, for me, yesterday, it was my third ACC kickoff. I walked in there, Chris, with a strut like I belong, but I didn't have that strut the first two years there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, the first two years, I was like, oh, man, I got to pay my dues and mind my P's and Q's, and I'm the, uh, the new kid on the block out here. Uh, this week, this year, within an hour, I was the JV radio guy that everyone had to come and say hi to and get my opinion on, on, the, uh, on the tweet. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That shook the South in, uh, in January. So I, I, I really, Chris, was impressed with, um, with Beamer's vision for the program. I was impressed with the accountability that he's highlighting where South Carolina is falling short, right? I would have liked to have heard a little bit more on how he's going to improve the line play, offensive line, defensive line. Because as you know, Chris, right, you can't expect the Gamecocks to be the only team in America with a winning ruck record being outside the top 100 in rush offense and rush defense again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. I was able to ask Beamer a question specifically about that and Travian Robertson rush defense, what they're planning on doing. And I thought it was a, you know, it was interesting, but for sure. I mean, I think, Mark, that's going to be, you know, the big question as, you know, fall camp gets going next week. And I'll ask you this, Mark, based off of what you know about this football team, you know, fall camp is an important couple of weeks where you're really going to figure out if you're the coaches, those in the building, you know, what you have and where your deficiencies are. And then you start scheming and game planning for game one. What issue do you think is most important for South Carolina to address during fall camp? Again, there's things that, you know, it's going to take on the field and in-game action to learn. But, like, if you're South Carolina, put yourself in their shoes, what do you think is the most important issue you've got to solve during that time during fall camp? Getting the running game going, Chris. I can't say it's naming a running back, right? I've got to say it's getting the running game going. And that involves the cohesion of the offensive line. That involves um, determining who your RB1 is, right? And determining how that can be a viable part of your offense. Because, gosh, Chris, if that – and I asked you this on my show, what was it, Monday? I said, does Nick Harbour have a chance to be skill position player number two after Juice Wells? And you said, not yet. Tell me if I'm misquoting Mm -hmm. you here. Not yet, but maybe. Right. So, Chris, if the Gamecocks are able to have balance on offense, you've got a top 10 offense in Columbia. 
Okay. And I don't think anybody is saying that throughout college football. There's a reason, Chris, I beat the Gamecocks to beat Florida State. I picked the Gamecocks to beat Florida State on a neutral field tomorrow. Okay. Um, Gamecocks have SEC talent. Florida State does not. And uh, I'm a huge believer in Rattler's arm. And I, I just don't know, beginning of the year, how long it's going to take that offense to click with a new offensive system. But to me, Chris, I mean, are, are, do you agree or disagree? I mean, you've got to get that running game going, right? Offensive line, running game. The way that that team, if the analytics are right on that team, Chris, and they underwhelm this year, they go between five and seven and seven and five. If the analytics are right, it's going to be because defense was were able to tee off on Spencer Rattler because the Gamecocks couldn't run the football. I'm Mark yeah, and I, and I approve that message. <laughs> and I and I would agree with you, Mark. And I and I'll say, I mean, again, I, I know it's you know, but it's funny. It feels like every year by the time we get to kickoff, Gamecock fans are so tired of hearing me talk about the line of scrimmage. But I mean, it's true, Mark. To your point, like you know, I actually put out a clip this morning and I, I somewhat kind of took our conversation from Monday and carried it over into yesterday in regards to, you know, the numbers, the computers, and who's right and who's wrong, right? Because the computers say you, you should be fighting for bowl eligibility. What on the field says is you're overachieving and you're fighting to win eight or nine games, right? So like you mentioned, who is right? And I think it's a fascinating conversation. What it tells me is this, the margins for error are, <clears throat> excuse me, the margins for error are razor thin for South Carolina. You got to be opportunistic as hell on defense. You got to make every big play in special teams. You've got to make the big plays when they count and be great under pressure to get yourself. You got to do almost everything right. Push all the right buttons to get to that eight win or nine win mark. To your point, Mark, if those things don't happen and those numbers, the rushing game woes, stopping the run, they don't change. Six and six is within real possibility for South Carolina. And ironically enough, Mark, that's what we're doing right now. My airwaves is breaking down. We're doing these position unit previews. And I gave the running back room a D. And I'm going to give the offensive line pretty damn near close to that. Because when you stack it up, and the way I do this, Mark, is stacking up these units in the SEC, you look at every single publication and you just look at who they have. Right now, it's one of the worst in the league. Now, will it finish that way? I don't know. I certainly hope not. But right now, it's one of the worst in the league. The defensive front is probably one of the worst in the league. South Carolina has to fix those two, two areas, Mark Ryan. They have to because, to your point, you got Spencer Rattler, you have Juice Wells, Trey Knox, Xavier Leggett, Nick Harbour. There's no shortage of skill position players. Are you going to be able to even give the illusion of having balance in your offense? I don't think anybody's got it twisted that it's going to be pass heavy. I don't think they're going to have much of a choice, but, like, when you go up against the Georgias of the world, the Tennessees, even the Floridas, I'm just talking SEC caliber defenses. If you're one-dimensional, it's going to be really hard. And if coaches are able to, hey, identify, let's not let South Carolina beat us in special teams, well, then what do you do? I mean, then where do your answers come? So that's, I mean, and it could go the other way, Mark, but that is my greatest concern or one of them with South Carolina is, and, you know, it's a, it's a matter of Jimmys and Joes, I think, far more than X's and O's at this point. Well, I'll tell you what, Chris, um, the worst case scenario for the Gamecocks to me is five and seven. The best case is nine and three. What did you and I pick the Gamecocks to be? Right smack in the middle of that. <laughs> seven and five. Mm-hmm. Athlon's College Football Preview Magazine says, okay, so, you know, if anybody thinks Chris and I are hating, right? Uh, we're, I, I'm just going to share with you mm-hmm. what we're seeing, what we're consuming. Athlon's College Football Preview Magazine 
says South Carolina's defensive line in terms of the SEC teams is Mm -hmm. 12th out of 14. Athlon's College Football Preview Magazine says South Carolina's offensive line is 13th out of 14 SEC teams. And so, you know, look, there's only so many previews you can do before you just roll the ball out and say, let's play. And teams overachieve all the time. We're certainly not saying, Chris, that South Carolina can't do that. But if Athlon's Magazine is correct and the analytics guys are correct, they're going to be some angry birds in Columbia. And again, just the analytics side, I think, Mark, is fascinating. Let's, let's take it off the line of scrimmage, though, for a second, just to have some fun. Let's say the O-line play is it exceeds expectations. And I'm not saying South Carolina in any way has a 1,000-yard rusher, but they're able to have an average running game. They finish inside the top 100. Do you believe Spencer Rattler is the guy to lead South Carolina to a 9-3 and football season? Do you think he can show consistency week one to week 13? Because, Mark, I made this point, and I'm not trying to be the guy that – because I'm very optimistic about what Beamer's doing this football team. I, I you know, I picked 7-5, and five, but I picked them to finish down the stretch very strong. Like, you know, I, you know what angle I'm coming from. But I think what's fascinating is this. When you really do a deep dive in a late last season, the Tennessee game – was magnificent, right? I mean, six touchdowns, no picks, 430. You look at the last two, though, Mark, four touchdowns, three picks. I mean, it was a lot of the Spencer Rattler that we saw the first 10 games with just more vertical passing. So I just wonder, you don't want Spencer Rattler to stop being himself, but he's got to cut out some of the bad turnovers, man, because you were there in Clemson. It's very rare you're going to throw a pick six and a pick in the end zone and win that ballgame. Chris, can the Gamecocks beat North Carolina? They can. Can they beat Mississippi State? They can. Can they beat Florida and Missouri? They can. Chris, you win those games, you are 9-3. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, is is it possible? Yeah. You know, my concern is that North Carolina, that Mississippi State game are so important, and it's coming really early in a new scheme, not only a new scheme, but with the Gamecocks version potentially – of a Percy Harvin level of playmaker and Nick Harbor kind of finding his way with the offense as well, right? Um, If there was ever a season for the Gators to get the Gamecocks before November, it's this one, right? Because I I think this team is going to be playing its best football at, uh, at the end of the season. Look, man, lots of reason for excitement and optimism. And given what we've seen from Shane Beamer, Chris, you know I wouldn't bet against him. I do not think we're going to see the worst case scenario for South mm-hmm. Carolina because Shane Beamer is there, yeah. right? Uh, there is a chance we could see the best case scenario for South Carolina this year, which would create a ton of excitement. And there's an inconvenient truth here for Clemson fans, okay? An inconvenient truth. And that is that South Carolina is making right now roughly $30 million more a year than Clemson is which is why Clemson and Florida State and all those schools want out of the ACC, which I said two years ago, right? I had a scoop on that two years ago. And I said yesterday, Chris, if you're Jim Phillips, the commissioner of the ACC, what do you do? And I'm going right to the networks and I'm saying, we have to have a new grant of rights. If these schools want to leave, we got to let them out. I know you're going to tell me that sounds crazy, but we got to let them out. We don't want to hold people in a league against their will what we want is to have a grant of rights that they want to be a part of. And so, 
you know, like ESPN and the networks are going to say, well, no, we have a television contract. We have a television contract. If you hold these teams to that, Chris, and you attempt to do so until 2036, teams are going to be fighting, scratching, and clawing to get out of that, to leave the conference. They're going to have such a bad taste in their mouth, and they're going to leave, and the ACC is going to dissolve the first chance that they get. You need to establish a new deal because in the end, Chris, that that piss-poor TV contract is resulting in a piss-poor TV product for the ACC because those schools aren't getting the money that South Carolina is. And, you know, if South Carolina were to go on a three-game winning streak against Clemson, that $30 million windfall a year is going to be a huge reason why. Mark Ryan of the Fan Upstate. Mark, I appreciate you taking the time in. I know you got to run. Let everybody know, by the way, you're going to be out at Panthers training camp tomorrow at Wofford. Yeah. Uh, you want to plug the show? You guys are, what, live 9 to 11, I believe? Are you going to be there? Are you going to be out there? There's a high probability I will okay. be stopping by and saying hello, yes. because okay. I, I All right. Not too far from me. I've never seen Wofford Stadium. And, man, I'm just itching for football, man. So <laughs> I, I might, have to, might have to swing by and say what's up. To, is it going to be you and Diesel or no? Uh, Diesel, myself, and Rob Brown will be okay. out there doing the live whole show. Crew. We'll be inside, we'll be inside the um, Jerry Richardson indoor practice, an indoor basketball gymnasium. Which Chris, wow. that is the nicest small indoor stadium you've ever seen in your life. Um, we'll we'll have a live show there nine to eleven. Then Chris, they let us out on the field for practice. So we'll be on the field getting a, a bird's eye view of uh, of Bryce Young and company. So it is a super fun day. We invite you guys to come out. If I haven't had the chance to meet you, would love to have the chance to do so. Chris, same to you, man. Hope to see you out there. And uh, uh, we're at Mark Ryan on air, guys. It's M-A-R-C Ryan on air. And uh, we appreciate you guys so much. Mark, appreciate you, man. Take care. We'll talk soon. All right, buddy. Take care. the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real-time product availability and fast delivery call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done